0: Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host, and it is a beautiful day from the balcony. That's where I'm coming to you and recording this broadcast today from. I have done recordings from balconies and decks and things like that, but the furthest of field I've ever gotten is the American Midwest for recordings of Bible Tract Echoes, the radio program that you're listening to right now. Today, I'm coming to you from a place called New Zealand. I am near Auckland, New Zealand, and we're having a wonderful time. I was just in Australia not too long ago, and some of you are keeping track of my travels. If you'd like to see what we're doing, hear what we're doing, and rejoice with us about God's blessings, you can do so by texting the word TRAVEL. That's T R A. V-E-L. Text the word travel to this phone number. You ready? Three, zero, nine, three, one, six, seven, two, four, zero. Again, that's three, zero, nine, three, one, six, seven, two, four, zero. We are finally today going to get back into our study through the book of Mark. It has been, I think, three or maybe even four weeks. We've had some phenomenal programming, a, a week of Paul Levine preaching, a week of Bajibab, my friend missionary to Myanmar, to old Burma. So it's not like we've been just taking the time off and just lazing around. No, I think we've brought you some, some quality things. But today, we're finally going to get back into the book of Mark. Now, I need you to pray for me. It is just such a beautiful sunshiny day of about 70 70 degrees Fahrenheit here in New Zealand I know many of you are just feeling so very sorry for me I know in the American Midwest where I normally live it's uh, not quite that warm but if you would just bear with me because the Sun is just so very bright today and of course I'm being sarcastic right now I'm greatly enjoying the weather right now and I'd recommend it to you come on over to, to New Zealand sometime as you listen to this broadcast I may be on my way back home or Already back home in America, and very much looking forward to seeing my wife and my two girls, and miss them sorely, miss them dearly. But I am enjoying the opportunity to uh, preach and to evangelize and to distribute some of our tracks, from Bible tracks, incorporated. That is that is what brought me to Australia and New Zealand. We've put out thousands of gospel tracks, thousands of gospel tracks that you may have had a hand in providing to God's people here on the other side of the world. It is, as we jump into the book of Mark, find chapter number one of Mark, it is an interesting experience being 15, 16, 17 hours ahead of what's going on back in America. Realize, of course, that we're so far around the world across the international dateline that as you listen to this, I'm actually 15, 16, 17 hours ahead of you the next Day, almost a full day ahead. And so that's very interesting. And it, it uh, d- definitely requires a little bit of math. Thankfully, these days with phones, you can figure out what the timing of things are so that I can talk to my wife with no issues. And uh, we are able to say good morning and good night and all those things without waking each other up in the middle of the night. Now, we are in the book of Mark. It's been a little while since we've been here. And so, just for context's sake, we're going to read Mark chapter chapter 1, verse 1 through 20. Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 20. And our text verses for today, the verses that we have not yet gotten to, that we will be discussing today, are verses number 16 through 20. Mark chapter 1, find your place there. Mark chapter 1, and we'll begin in verse number 1. The Bible says this, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God as it is written in the prophets. Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for, or because of the remission of sins. The because of, of course, I added for some clarification there. Verse number five. And they went out unto him all the land of Judea, and they of Jerusalem, and were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan, confessing their sins. And John was clothed with camel's hair, and with a girdle of a skin about his loins, and he did eat locusts and wild honey. Just very quickly, for context's sake, we've discussed previously on the broadcast how John, especially relatively speaking to modern sensibilities, he was a peculiar personality, but verse number seven, and preached, saying, There cometh one mightier than I after me, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in Jordan. Verse number 10, and straightway. Coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens open, and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. And there came a voice from heaven, saying, Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And immediately the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And he was there in the wilderness forty days, tempted of Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels ministered unto him. Now after that John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying, the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Now we find verses number 16 through 20 as our text for today. The Bible says this Now as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew his brother casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me and I will make you to become fishers of men. And straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. And when he had gone a little farther thence, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were in the ship, mending their nets. Today on the broadcast, I want to speak about this topic and this theme for just a few moments. God has a greater purpose for your life. Now, right off the bat, by way of introduction, I want to point out that working in the secular workforce, being a fisherman, if you're listening right now and you're a commercial fisherman, and based off what I just read, Jesus calling those disciples away from being commercial fishermen, realize that fishing was not a hobby for them. They may have enjoyed it, but this was their work. This was their employment. This was how they fed their families and participated in the economy of their time. These, These men that we just discussed, these future your disciples. I'm not saying that if you uh, go out on a crab boat, if you, are, uh, if you go catch uh, for New Zealanders and Australians prawns or shrimp, or if you, are, if you enjoy going out on uh, the lake and catching some bluegill or crappie or things like that, I'm not telling you that you are living outside the will of God. Far be it from that. But understand this, God has a greater purpose for your life. And when I say he has a greater purpose for your life, I mean that if you are doing God's will, you are doing God's purpose. For these men that we just discussed, who did we just talk about here in Mark chapter one, verse number 16, we saw Simon and Andrew and James, the son of Zebedee and John, his brother. These four, of course, there were eight others that made up the original disciples there. Realize, of course, that these men, though they were proficient, though they were professional, Though they were uh, able and available for other things, they, they had um, abilities beyond just fishing for certain. I'm sure there were other hobbies that they enjoyed. Maybe some of them enjoyed woodworking. Maybe some of them enjoyed gardening or maybe they had a green thumb or something like that. But their main employment was to be a fisherman. Can I tell you, regardless of what your main employment is, at the end of the day, our main task, our main thrust, our main theme is to worship God Almighty and bring others to him. That is our job. That is our purpose. Let me give you a personal example. It's amazing how God's timing works things together for good. On the way to New Zealand, I had a little bit of a scheduling discussion with my host, and it worked out that I was able to Basically, by myself a day, if you will. I was supposed to fly down with them from Auckland to, I think you say, Taranga. We were supposed to fly down there, and then we're going to drive. It was only about a one or two hour flight, I believe. But then we were going to drive to his home, and uh, we were going to, uh, this was last week or so, we were going to uh, drive back up to Auckland the next day. And so it was going to be eight or so plus hours of driving. And I said, you know what, Brother Howell, that's the man I'm working with here, Brother Howell, what if I were to just get off the plane, not catch my connection here in Auckland, and I would stay back and just get some work done? And he agreed. He was very kind in that. I appreciate that, Brother Howell, if you're listening. But I was able to get some work done, and it certainly set me up for the rest of my time in New Zealand much better off than I could have been. Not much work you can get done sometimes in a car, especially when you want to talk to your travel mates. But I got an Uber to the home that we're staying in, this home, home with a beautiful view right now. Those of you that are watching on YouTube or Facebook, this home is absolutely gorgeous. This is, behind me is an inlet from the, I guess, the Pacific Ocean. It's absolutely gorgeous. But I got in an Uber, and I was kind of tired, I'll be honest with you. I'd been traveling for a while that day already. We'd woken up pretty early, had a three or four hour plane ride. I got in that vehicle, and I began talking to Sachin. Sachin was his name, an Indian man living. He's lived in New Zealand for about 12 years or so. And one thing led to another. And he asked me some great questions that made it very easy for me to pull out a gospel tract and hand it to him. I hand that gospel tract. I actually was overwhelmed. I told Sachin, this is, I explained what I do, who I am. He was asking me great questions that led right into this. I said, this is the first gospel tract that I have personally written for the ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. It would be my great honor if you were to read this tract, and he promised he would. And we spent the 45-minute drive discussing theology, discussing Christ, discussing what he believes. Now, when I got out of that vehicle, Sachin had not accepted Christ as his Savior. But can I tell you, a seed was planted A seed was most certainly planted in Sachin's life, and I left him with another seed, that gospel tract. And I don't know what will become of that, but I can tell you I did my utmost. Honestly, I wish the ride would have been longer, and we sat in the car when we pulled up for another few minutes talking even longer. But, of course, I didn't want to keep him from being able to make his living uh, Ubering and driving. But it's amazing how a last-minute schedule changed. I was supposed to get on a plane. I was supposed to be sitting beside a Christian man, Brother Howell, for the entirety of that flight, and we might have been talking about things of Christ, but Brother Howell's already accepted Christ. He's already saved. But I got to talk to an unsaved man because you know why? Because God has a greater purpose for my life, and God has a greater purpose for your life as well. Let me encourage you, if you're listening right now, to accept that purpose. I'd love to talk to you about that. You can text me at 309-309. 316-7240. 316-7240. As always, have a great day, for his glory will continue in the Book of Mark tomorrow. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 309- That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org.